Senator Ron Johnson, our guest on the Crosstalk. Thank you, Senator, for giving us a few minutes this morning. Let's get to it. Lots on the agenda this morning. Let's talk a little about the COVID military mandate. Where does it stand? How will it change? Oh, good morning, Mike. Well, there's a group of us, and I think we have now more than 20 Republican senators who signed a letter saying that we will deny cloture on the National Defense Authorization Act until it includes, or at least we get a vote on an amendment. I'd like to hold out until it includes a repealing of the vaccine mandate on members of our military, the reinstatement of anybody terminated in the military with full back pay. I'd like to see a, a, an end to the uh, COVID state of emergency that uh, Biden keeps uh, uh, in place. Uh, so to me, it just makes perfect sense. I mean, the, the, we know now, we now know, and even director of the CDC admits that the vaccine does not prevent infection or transmission. So why in the world would you make anybody take it? You know, particularly in light of the fact that there are safety concerns. There are more and more studies coming out globally. We're, we're not uh, seeing a whole lot of information coming out of our own federal health agencies, unfortunately, uh, associated with myocarditis, clotting. Again, you just say a look at the VAERS report, over 32,000 deaths reported on the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And I realize that doesn't prove causation, but uh, 26% of those are, deaths are occurring on day zero, one or two following vaccination. And... Uh, so the other complaint about VAERS is it dramatically understates the adverse events. So it's certainly concerning to me that people that have refused to take the vaccine are not crazy. They may be just looking at a little more evidence than our federal health agencies are willing to show the, the American public. And being unfairly punished for uh, those decisions. Uh, the college loan forgiveness debacle continues. Yet another court, this one in Texas, says no to the Biden plan to forgive all that college loan. Uh, most people assume it will end up in the Supreme Court. How do you suppose they will find? I think they'll confirm what the uh, or affirm what the other courts are saying. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said a year ago that the president has no constitutional authority, and, he, and yet he still did it, uh, just like he did with the uh, moratorium on evictions. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled that he had no constitutional authority to do so, and he did it again. So. This is a lawless administration. People need to understand that. Uh, President Biden believes he's above the law. Uh, unfortunately, he has a, a mainstream media that uh, pretty well supports him and doesn't hold him accountable. But I think the Supreme Court in this case would certainly hold him accountable and rule this unconstitutional because it clearly is. The rail strike continues. The Biden administration going to get involved. They had apparently brokered a deal earlier that fell through, and now they'll get involved again. Uh, what does that say to the uh, president who uh, ran on a I am Mr. Union vote for me? What does it say about that guy? Well, first of all, he played politics with this. He just wanted to get this beyond the election. He didn't have a deal. Um, and, you know, the rational response to Congress should be uh, utilize our uh, legal authority and just tell the sides go back to the bargaining table and the rail workers can't strike. You know, I, I don't think we should insert ourselves. I don't think we should be imposing any agreement on uh, either the companies or the workers. They need to work this out, this out right. themselves. So the president um, so could, the administration could uh, 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 require that the train, uh, that uh, the unions continue to work and continue at the negotiating table, not to simply settle it via the, uh, the, the uh, Senate. That's yeah, my understanding that Congress can require that. Congress. Um, again, I mean, these, these, are, these are 
laws have been on the books for decades, and they, they only get uh, talked about uh, every few decades when a looming strike is occurring. But, again, I, I just don't think Congress ought to be inserting itself and imposing any agreement, but we can impose on the workers. You can't strike. You cannot harm our economy and millions and millions and millions uh, of other workers and other Americans uh, by going on strike. You have too much power. Uh, we're not going to let you exercise that power. How do you feel about uh, uh, election integrity? There is one election that uh, is winding down in Georgia. How confident are you that our elections are safe and secure and we should feel good about the results moving forward? Well, I mean, the debacle that was occurring in, uh, you know, Arizona, uh, I think Nevada. I mean, this is just simply unacceptable. I, I, I actually am, am pretty pleased in, in the end in Wisconsin, you know, because we had 5,000 poll workers versus 1,650. Uh, we had every observer shift filled. So we had eyes on the process. We, 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 we had to take Democrats uh, in election officials to court a couple times just to let them know that we're, no, we're going to insist on being able to observe, uh, have eyes on the full chain of custody in Milwaukee. So Milwaukee got their vote count in a lot earlier than they have in the past. So, you know, I think in the end we did a pretty good job, uh, but we need to do better. And it would be nice if we had a governor who took election integrity seriously and uh, signed the bills that the state legislature is doing is to tighten up control so that we can restore full confidence in our election system. But I think we did a pretty good job in Wisconsin. I think we still have a ways to go. Uh, no, we should not deny the fact there are, there are irregularities and there are certainly instances of fraud. We need to do everything we can to eliminate as much fraud as we possibly can. I mean, again, I think people support that. Uh, how do you feel about new leadership in Washington with uh, Nancy Pelosi stepping down and Kevin McCarthy seemingly uh, ready to take over the reins on his side of the aisle? How comfortable are you with that moving forward? Well, I certainly wish uh, Schumer was stepping aside as majority leader as well. Uh, I've, I've written an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal saying that uh, I'm dedicated. I pledged myself, to, if, I was, you know, if I won this thing, to try and do everything I could to restore function and a fiscal sanity to Washington. So the problem is this, this place is a swamp. It's very dysfunctional. We, on a bipartisan basis, uh, we've got a lot of big spenders here in Washington. So uh, we've got a core group of uh, Republican senators that are going to try and provide the leadership uh, to you know, say no at the right times, to insist, you know, for example, uh, to end the vaccine mandates, to reinstate the military without passing the NDA, which is something we all want to pass. It's, you know, we fully support passing the defense authorization bill, but but we need to use these moments of leverage to get some good policy that the, the public supports. And that's certainly one of them. And stop firing people for not getting a COVID vaccine when there is clear evidence across the country, across the globe, that uh, for some people the vaccine is more harmful than helpful. Well, that, that is concerned. But again, it, it doesn't stop infection transmission. So these are septic-inflicted wounds. It's insane to make somebody take a vaccine that's not fully proven. We don't have the long-term safety data that doesn't stop infection and transmission. That is insane policy, and it needs to end. Senator Ron Johnson, thank you very much for giving us a few minutes this morning. As always, I appreciate it. I know you're busy. A number of texters this morning, thank you very much for your service. Keep up the good work, and uh, they firmly support you here in western Wisconsin. Uh, thank you.